Broadcasting from an underground studio in Louisville, Kentucky, where eardrums go to die. You're listening to None of the Above on the Studio Underground Podcast Network. That's right, it is None of the Above Podcast yeah, in baby. Louisville, Kentucky. How's everybody doing? Just fine. <laughs> Just fine. Excellent. But woo! Everybody, there's a lot of people in Studio Underground because we got many guests from far and near. And wide. Deep and wide. Yeah. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I'm saying you're all fat. Like a wide on. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a girl erection. This is a None of the Above impromptu prod- broadcast. <laughs> where we uh, take off our pants and prod each other. That's where we go deep and wide. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it all comes from. Look at the size of this Coors Light can, guys. It's going up. It's going up in you. It's a 24-ounce can for the listening viewer. No, we're all about to play a show together. And <laughs> by we, I mean Wax Eater and uh, our guest Tyranny is Tyranny and members of Trophy Wives in the house today. We got our regular gaggle of goons. We got Robert Cole drinks. Ahoy, ahoy. We got like... We got like Kyle apparently. Ahoy, ahoy? <laughs> I stole. Yours. I was yeah, you dick. I know. <laughs> and we have the members of Tyranny is Tyranny. We have Russell and hey. Russell say hey. Hey. And uh, John. Hello. Somewhere in there, in Radio Land. <laughs> and, JB, uh, it's JB. JB, and uh, Jason. Hello. There we go. Hey, hey. So glad you guys can make it. Welcome to our fair city of Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, what do you think about music in general? Just right on. Let's just start it. Let's just get all the music questions. Too many right notes. Are, are you <laughs> for it or against not it? Not a big fan. Not a big fan. Me neither. I got, really, it's just shrill and uh, and annoying. All right, moving on. <laughs> no. Uh, so what kind of porn do you guys like? That's what this podcast is about, by the way. It's not about music. Oh, Free. Where do I start? Well, I mean, oh, well, we Free. were just we were just talking about. Um, the fetish of <laughs> Jason, you explain this. So, actually, tell the story, right? This this is what a podcast is for to tell a story, right? I don't know. I, so I heard I heard the story, uh, or, or read it on the internet. So it's it's true. And um, apparently, I, I guess it was somewhere in Asia, a a woman chopped off her husband. Oh, I shouldn't say chopped. She cut her husband's penis off with a scissors. Actually. Oh Jesus. Yeah. He, 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 you know, he, that's he, smart. He recovered the chap penis. He went to the hospital, got, he got sewn back on. And then his wife snuck into the hospital, cut it off again and threw it out the window. And it's assumed that a dog ate it. So <laughs> of course a dog ate it. So <laughs> that's what happened last week. It is a dog. So then we were talking about maybe there's a fetish out there for <laughs> women or men, I guess, um, that enjoy reattached penises. Oh man. I mean, St- stitched for her pleasure. I mean, well, to be fair, you know John Bo- John Wayne Bobbitt did a porno yeah, yeah. after having his dick reattached. Several, several I did believe. you just say? Now I did, like was it just like were they were they getting getting on with like like Flopstown or did that thing like work again? That's what I I'm think saying. They put an industrial strength pipe cleaner. <laughs> oh shit! Like so, it was like blue fuzzy. Did, like his like his dick just looked like Grover. <laughs> the pipe cleaner. <laughs> It's an aluminum pipe rod, and now they're going to be playing the PRF barbecue. Aluminum yeah. now, aluminum pipe rod is my least favorite crust punk band. I think they're okay. Yeah, I mean they've got the early tapes were good. 
But the recording quality is god awful. They smell bad. <laughs> but it is music after all. Which yeah. we have already uh, established that none of us are big fans of. No. no. We're all against it. For if we had to vote for or against. Against. I would vote for that band for or against. I could take it or leave it, really. Yeah. yeah. Meh. Hey, we have a uh, breaking news bulletin here. This is a none of the above breaking news bulletin. Billy has just texted me. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Bissig of Trophy Wives, and he says, had to work an emergency, bro. See you at the show. <laughs> that was a... This is a none of the above breaking news bulletin. Uh, I, I've got a breaking news bulletin. Okay, sure. This is a none of the okay. above breaking news bulletin. Red Dog just texted me <laughs> and say, says, catch me at the practice spot, yo. What time y'all want to meet? So, this is a none of the above breaking news bulletin. <laughs> so what? is that his real brother? Uh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> Wait, well, who, Nick? Is Nick Billy's real brother? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Wait. This is a none of the above breaking news bulletin. Eric, shut up. Nick, Nick, and, Nick and Billy are related? <laughs> this just in. Nick and Billy are related. This is a none of the above breaking news bulletin. No, see, I didn't know Jeff wasn't in the band anymore, and I kept seeing pictures of him in Mexico. Uh, no, it's, it's not, like, not no, in the band. He no, just... he's in. But Oh, he is? Yeah, but this, oh. uh, this dude Clay just plays some shows locally. Oh, because um, then I Jeff asked Billy, and he's like, "No, my bro Clay has been in the band for a year and a <laughs> yeah, half." Like, and and I'm like, not, "Oh, wow, there's like three not, brothers in the band, not like now. Blood Bros." And then <laughs> Dan said, "Well, he's the kind of guy that's just his bro a lot." So. <laughs> that is correct. Bro, bro, truth. My bro Clay is my favorite children's book. <laughs> bro Clay and uh, little girl. My bro, my bro Clay. Takes me to shows. <laughs> Ta- taught me how to play four on the floor. Do we have anything to do for a cold drinks? I guess not. I guess, well, I mean, we've got these international beers. We could talk about what international beer we're all drinking. Sure. We got world That's beers, it. so fire it off. Do I have uh, international music? Let's see. No. I need it. You know? No. There you go. That's in inter- it. Well, that's, 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 that's tribal. English. Yeah. That's, that's tribal. Do you have any djembe? Racist. <laughs> it's rhythmic. Um, here we go. And now, it's time to explore the wondrous world of ales and spirits with Robert Cold Drinks. All right, all right take hey. it away, everybody. Hey, yo. All right, so what we got is um, uh, Elliot got this um, nine-pack of uh, world. It says right here, it says beers of the world, and they're from the world we live in, Earth. Um, there are various ones floating around. Um, I've got. What, what am I? Is there one you were trying to specifically reserve for yourself? There, oh, fuck it. Who cares? All right, I'm gonna take this party one on that I like. It's in. It's got a red cap. Uh, so we've all got like a different one floating around. Well, Kyle, wait, is that a? Or are you just drinking like a Coors over there? No, you. That's your Coors. No, it's but just you blocking gonna... your view of my beer. He has a spotted cow. Yeah, spotted cow from oh, okay. uh, you know the very exotic land of Wisconsin. From our. Homeland. Yeah. Yes, our uh, guests in studio, they're from uh, Wisconsin. If you want to call in and tickle their noodle, it's so, 1-800-Wisconsin-Cheese. I'll, I'll start it out here with uh, what is apparently called Estrella from Barcelona. Ooh. That uh, means star. It does mean star. And in fact, there's a big red star right here on it. So it fits like Russell likes this one because it's a big red Big red star. This looks like a communist flag. And it's a gold star. What are you saying? On a red flag. I don't know. Russell's into the communism. Sure. <laughs> or something. Show Damn. of hands. He's into something. <laughs> Political. <laughs> well, this is a cerveza mediterranean. 
Uh, it says De Malta. I don't know. I bet it's just going to be Spanish Budweiser. And hold on just a second. Wait. <laughs> I was wrong. It's not Spanish Budweiser. What is it? Spanish Schlitz. <laughs> Spanish American. You and uh, so, and next to me here, we didn't introduce. We got uh, Kelly Weasel live in studio. She's got something with a unicorn on it. I have, I have no idea where it's from, though. It says it's Hellenic, so I think it's probably Greek, right? I mean, that would make a lot of sense. Because mm. it's called Mythos. Oh, it tastes like Rolling Rock. It, <laughs> it? it just tastes like Rolling Rock. All right, we got Greek Rolling Rock. <laughs> it's even in a green bottle, yeah. which is pretty exciting. <laughs> Next! <laughs> I've got a yes, uh, very rare uh, Stella Artois. Mm. Have you guys heard of it? <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, Imported to by in St. Louis here, but it actually comes from Belgium. <laughs> original Belgium, Belgium's original. <laughs> this was their first beer, apparently. <laughs> sounds like a tube and it's imported. It tastes like a first beer. <laughs> you guys see that commercial where they spend like nine hours like making a glass to pour Stella into, and then it's like, oh, finally the perfect receptacle. It's like, just pour it in your mouth, dumbass. <laughs> nine hours on this fancy stemmed glass. Stupid. It's empty though. <laughs> I'd be happy to report on a. Would you like this? A, would you like this Australia? Yeah, I'll, I'll try it. Because I've got 24 ounces of silver bullet over here that I'm still trying to tackle. <laughs> oh. Mm. Was I right? Is it just Spanish Schlitz? He's um... <laughs> nosing it. A whiff. He's nosing it. Oh, good sound effects. Good foley art. <laughs> that wasn't a cue up. He did that with. Yeah, I think mouth. that's pretty close. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Basically well, the same. All right, and, uh, now we're just you know. nicer bottle though. Yeah. It is a nice bottle. It's it's weirdly non tapered. Passing the Spanish beer. I like the packaging. I, I told you, <laughs> you would. I knew you would. It speaks to me. <laughs> uh, he's handing it back. Yeah. He does not appear to love it. I don't, I don't <laughs> want it. Passing you got your own, Tony. What do you got? I do. Uh, my favorite jungle cat and yours, the tiger. Ah, yes. Is that from like Malaysia? Asia's best. Um, Man, it yeah, does not so. say. I'm, I'm Maybe sure it does. That woman no had she cut off <laughs> Guys, I mean, she, I was, she was drunk on tiger. Tiger. Enjoy, tiger. Enjoy tiger responsibly. It says uh, imported. It doesn't say where. It's, where Guys, it's I had like 14 imported. tigers. It's, it's just from somewhere tiger. else. Yeah, it's <laughs> not. It's from here. the world. It, it, no, 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 no. It's from parts unknown. Oh yeah. Wait, wait. Ooh, put a luchador mask on that beer. I had really high hopes for this, and it's just. It's not that great. I mean, it's, it's Singapore, right? But... Singapore. Oh. Ooh. Well, I feel like this beers of the world is just essentially Budweisers of the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, d- would you like to try uh, Singapore's version of fucking a domestic beer? However, it was awarded championship gold medals London, Geneva, and Paris. So was what? PBR. Yeah. <laughs> that actually won a blue ribbon. Good, to good be point, fair. Good point. <laughs> The tiger. It won a blue ribbon for best berry pie, though. People, <laughs> that's, the, that's what they don't tell you. It wasn't for beer. Hot dog. Yeah. Mean. Best you, quilt. It, it used to be pie, comma blue ribbon. <laughs> they, they changed it. That was stupid. Kyle, what do you got? Oh, uh, we already talked about it. I have a beer from Wisconsin. <laughs> hey oh uh, Spotted cow. Ah, uh, the spotted. It, it 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 tastes like a ale. You ever had that before? That, that shit, I, man, people go nuts over that shit because you can't get it outside of Wisconsin, right? I, I love really? Spotted Cow. I think it's very I'm good. Uh, you, you can, you can have it. It was one of the <laughs> first yeah, like, craft it. beers in 
before the whole craft. You want to share the stage? Now, where where is the new Glarus Brewery? It's it's like thirty miles from Madison. All right. Cool. <laughs> I like to get when we went up to uh, Milwaukee for uh, DJ and Dixie's like wedding karaoke party. The first thing I like stormed into that bar and was like, "You give me a spot of cow tap," and then I switched promptly over to whatever's cheap. <laughs> and then gasoline. Like, yeah, like we have mentioned before, we partied way harder than anyone else, like idiots. And we're like, "Oh, you guys are all wearing ties," and I'm on my fifth beer already. Uh, okay, and then we just shouted into microphones. Great. Yeah, we brought the Kentucky party. I bore my bare ass on stage, as every, as one red-blooded American should. Did we ever mention on the show that they accidentally played uh, "Pepper" by Butthole Surfers twice for you? I know it was ridiculous. He that put it sad. in, and it was it killed the first time. And then he had another song in. He got up again, and the lady put "Pepper" back on. He was like, "Um, okay." okay. I, I demanded Bush um, swallowed. Hey Rob, I just want to mention that we do have a, a, a video evidence of this of Pepper, two yeah. times Pepper. Yeah, all right, uh, yeah. excellent. The One, second Pepper, Stephanie's phone. She has the whole the whole thing. I don't even think he was trying on the second Pepper. He's just like, I mean, we're going down a mount. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, he was way oh, yeah. too concerned with coming on his down face. the mountain. I do love that song to do for karaoke. <laughs> I'll admit it. Uh, I did Bush Swallowed, and uh, I'm I'm stick with the '90s jams, like the Crackers and the uh, the Candle Boxes and the Chumbawambas. <laughs> yeah. Chumba Bands based off of things you can buy at Pier One: Candle Boxes, Chumbawambas, <laughs> Chumbawambas, <laughs> Bread Box, <laughs> Crackers, Crackers, <laughs> Pimento. It's got to be a '90s band called Pimento. Things that <laughs> go with cheese. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll take cheese things for uh, four hundred dollars. <laughs> cheese things. I love that thing doer band, Cheese Spreader, Ooh. Aluminum Instruments. Is that real? <laughs> they, have, they play with uh, pizza cheese dead. slicers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just rake a giant like they do like a like a Ebo like slide, but they're just a cheese grater. There's awesome. a you could do like a pizza themed. Uh, there's a pizza place in Bloomington called. Pizza Express that they changed their name to just Pizza X, you know, for the new millennium. And uh, you could do like an all, like a, like, you know how Macaulay Culkin has that stupid uh, Velvet Underground Pizza Band? You could just do all Federation X covers and Pizza X. (laughs) That would be awesome. They used to drive a big loud van around with like speakers and like a guy dressed up like a super pizza man and they would throw condoms. What? Yeah. They put Tootsie Rolls in the the boxes. They do put Tootsie Rolls in the boxes. He played in Madison like. Couple weeks ago, Pizza, Pizza X, Pizza, Pizza X, Pizza or no, Macaulay? Macaulay Culkin thing. Oh, his did he throw condoms? I don't know. You think I was there? He threw VHS <laughs> copies of Home Alone three. <laughs> oh man, I would have him. Uh, I would have him signing pictures of Buzz's girlfriend. <laughs> that uh, I bet he would do that. Could you address it to Woof? Man, not, <laughs> what if he was like, man, I'm not gonna fucking do that. Sign your push his little wiener ass down. Be like, you're signing the picture. Don't make me you drop have off a cliff. Okay. I think I could get him high or get high <laughs> with him. <laughs> That's my angle. Do you think he'd be insulted if I did that thing where you you know you pass the lighter over the mouth of the bowl <laughs> after he uses it? We're like, mm, nah. we're gonna we're gonna fire's gonna cleanse here real quick. Would he be offended by that? Funny like, offering uh, uh, celebrities or offering drugs to celebrities story. Cassie from One Dead Halos, whose members in the uh, studio here, Tony Ash, uh, we went up to uh, Magbar one time and there was Chloe Sevenini. 
and she was at the bar. And <laughs> what was that, Kelly? Sevenini? Sevenini? Sevenini. Hey, Sevenini. Sevenye? Oh, please. <laughs> it is Sevenye, but I thought it was. Fu- I thought you were just doing a goof. Sevenini. Like, you know, se- Sevenigni. <laughs> you know, that, uh, that Chloe that, girl. It's that, that Chloe, Sevenini girl. You know, Chloe Vincent Gallo's dick sheath? Yes. Exactly. Is that how you pronounce it? It's French. It's French for Vincent Gallo's penile Receptical. sheath. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. That Anyways, uh. <laughs> So we were, uh, Cassie came up and she was like, I'm going to go out back and, uh, uh, and, uh, she's like, should we ask Chloe? Fully action. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, ask Chloe. And I guess she asked Chloe if she wanted to, uh, and, uh, she said, absolutely not ever would I want to do that. (laughs) She said that to Cassie and then just like stormed away with her, like, uh, publicist who was also there and he did like we caught you now l do you have any like hilarious celebrity encounters i feel like you lived in la long enough that you had to have run into did i not tell my knocking over alicia silverstone story absolutely not to quote to quote chloe sevigny absolutely not have you told that story well uh alicia silverstein there uh now we were at a tower records the one on a sunset boulevard mm-hmm in ye old Hollywood land. Was it Rex Manning Day? <laughs> I wish it was. It was Elliot bumping over Alicia Silverstone Day because that's what I did while I was thumbing through uh, CDs about all, all the bands we just mentioned, Cracker Box, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, yeah. <laughs> Barrel Crackers. Uncle Cracker Barrel. <laughs> barrel. <laughs> There's got to be a band Yo, Barrel's Barrel. Not, Barrel's not a bad band name. Yeah, hey, there you go. Shotgun. <laughs> Shotgun. Uh, and then I was thumbing through all those bands, and then I just pivoted to my uh, right, and then boom. It was just like a romantic comedy. This is how our relationship was supposed to start, and I didn't get the cues. I could have been a Mr. Silverstein. But, and then I kind of bumped her back, and she like kind of braced herself against the cool CD racks. Just read it I believe it was in the surf rock section, if I'm not mistaken. Did you give her the, the old Dick Dale? <laughs> She dicked my Dale. Oh, oh, bam! Where's the hip hop horn for this? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that'll do. <laughs> that one hurts me. You know, I did the exact same thing, Elliot. Uh, except it was in New York City, and it was Karen O. Oh, really? Slammed right into her when Tremendous <laughs> Fucking was on tour. It was weird because we saw two members of the Yeah Yeah Yeahs independently of another. We saw the guitar player just walking down the street. I was like, hey, man, look at that guy. He's like four foot eleven. Oh, shit. That's that guy from Yeah Yeah Yeahs. And then we, uh, we look were. Look at in- that guy that looks like a burnt piece of paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we were just in this record store, uh, like on uh, St. Mark's. And I was, I had my head turned over my shoulder as I was walking, like talking to Pat from Tremendous Fucking. And I just like ran. Literally, dick first, right into the side of like some hip girl who was not wearing like a garbage everywhere, bag. Everywhere, man. Well, she wasn't wearing like a garbage bag full of <laughs> glitter or anything. She was just wearing like clothes. And I slammed into her and I was like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. And she turned and I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, there's no way she's not going to believe. She's never going to believe that I didn't do this on purpose. I was like, well, cool, cool <laughs> band. You got a cool band. Pretty good records. And I look over and Pat has what can only be described as the shit-eatingest grin of all time on his face. And he's like, and he just throws me a big-ass thumbs up like, yeah, dude, you got this. You you have done it. And uh, you have the 
no, I walked into a dressing room with Miley Cyrus in it. Oh. Yeah, I haven't told this story in a long time. Don't spare the details. (laughs) Well, I'm going to spare some because I think she was 14 at the time. Um, What did I say? No, I was up there with a a girl I was dating at the time just in Chicago, and we went to the American Apparel Store, and our friend from college, Dave, worked at the American Apparel Store. And so we were there just hanging out, and he was going to get us his discount, you know, so, you know, the sweatshirt would only be $120 rather than $190. Uh, And we're, like, walking around, and there was, like, buzz in the store, like, oh, have you heard? Yeah, she's in here. Yeah, we're like, what the? What's happening? Like, there's some Disney Channel star here, some big Disney Channel star, <laughs> and I didn't know who it was at the, the time. Disney this is, Channel star. Well, these are the fucking Hannah Montana days, man. When she's like 13 years old, and great days. Oh great yeah. Days. And so I'm looking. I'm looking for the girl Sound I came with in the dressing rooms, and I walk into it's two rows, one on either side of like five dressing rooms, and I'm like, Amy, are you in here somewhere? And I hear from what I'm pretty sure is the top left, I'm in here. So I go to the top left, and it's just they're just curtains, and I just throw the curtain aside, uh, and in there is a preteen girl who has just finished putting a shirt back on. You could tell it was like like a movie where like it just passes over, and I was like, ooh, well, ooh, I'm sorry, miss. And then I throw the thing shut. Now I didn't recognize her because at the time, as I am now, I was a grown man. I don't recognize Disney Channel stars. And uh, then I was Come like, oh on. shit, I think I walked in on that Disney Channel star you guys were talking about. <laughs> and then we left. And about a week later, I saw a billboard for Hannah Montana. I was like, oh, it was her. It's this girl. And then I kind of, you know, I told that story a good deal for about two years and then kind of haven't told it in a while. And now I remember, like, <laughs> oh shit, Miley Cyrus is like a nut bar now. <laughs> and I walked she's in on her in a dressing bar. Yeah, she's a, you yeah. scarred her for life. You set her. You set her down the wrong path. Fuck, dude. What if that was me? I know. Butterfly effect, man. Yo, dude, what if you know what I'm saying? Oh, dude. What if she's all like tongues out, guns out, like fucking. She does have a lot like, of tattoos now. Sucking Terry Richardson's ah. D because like I walked in on her dressing room and it fucked her up. Shit. I'm gonna man. go ahead and take credit for all this. <laughs> uh, and now she watches The Simpsons <laughs> marathons. Like, <laughs> what's going on? You know, I also heard she started playing. Magic, so we were. Oh. I heard she farts a lot. I fu- fuck you, Kyle. Like you don't fart. <laughs> Kyle stink in our house up every day too, and acting um, like it's me, just me. Well, there's a dog in the house right now, so it's you. all. Our landlord, Kelly. I know it's partially me. Yeah, our landlord's listening. That'd be the best. <laughs> so yeah, walked in on Miley Cyrus. Not a dog. Knocked over Karen O. You saw Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, and we saw Philip Glass on the street in New York City. <laughs> Philip Glass, avant-garde composer. And I was like, I didn't recognize him because who the fuck knows what Philip Glass looks like? My buddy Will was like, "Oh shit, that's Philip Glass." I'm like, "How do you know?" He's like, "Trust me, man. I went he's to made a glass." Well, he went. He was like, "I went to the New School, which is like that super fancy university in New York City." He was like, "I went to the New School. I know what Philip Glass looks like." And I was like, "Oh yeah, do you?" Bragging he rights. Just, he uh, this guy's like a 65 year old man in like a coat walking down the street, and uh, my buddy Will just goes, "Hey, yo, Phil." <laughs> And, and Philip Glass turns around and just gives like a little nod and wave. He's like, "See, I fucking told you, Philip Glass." I was like, "Holy shit, that guy's probably not being called Phil, ever. or just some guy named Phil." That would be quite the incredible coincidence. And then Philip Glass is like, "Still got it." Oh, you know, Philip Glass went home and fucked the shit out of his wife. Like, yeah, I got recognized on the street today. Or, or a cello or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> No, he literally fucked the cello and recorded it. Again, I'm responsible for pop culture. Him and, him and Arthur Russell used to go at it. <laughs> well, why don't we take a little breaky poo? Because we only got, <laughs> we can only do this for like a half hour more. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm going to play some Tyranny's Tyranny. We'll uh, talk to those fellas and we'll uh, be done. Uh, and then play that one uh, Trophy Wife song that I like. The, uh, the, the one. Banana, banana. <laughs> no, uh, yes, banana, banana. We're not going to play it tonight. <laughs> yeah, so play it right now because they're not going to play banana, banana tonight. Okay. All right, thank you. I think I have that. Yeah. <laughs>
uh, back sell these songs here. Hey, it's none of the above podcast. I'm in studio right now with my guest, Tyranny is Tyranny from Wisconsin, Illinois. <laughs> it's a new land where cool bands come from. Oh, <laughs> we'll talk to Russell and the gang just about all their music after I tell you what songs we just heard. Next time on Serial. <laughs> Next time on Serial. We heard The Haze of Childhood. <laughs> Childhood. I've, had, I've been drinking, goddammit. Oh, wait. I'm on the air. Sorry. that We don't say the GD word on NPR. Sorry. And then before that, we heard Manufacturing Truth. And at the top of the Those rock aren't song, songs that we heard at all, actually. I believe so. <laughs> no? Oh, I had the shuffle button on. So why don't you tell me what? <laughs> but you have. sorry. I like that Elliot called back. Like, uh, no, I'm pretty sure Russell's like, yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure. This is NPR. <laughs> we do we do check our facts. This is all things considered. All right, edit. Counting down three, two. That was Russell. What were those songs? <laughs> down the K hole. We d- I do know that. Okay. And always Stockholm. Never. Lima. What at Lima? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. They're gonna make sure they write down their set list before they play it tonight. So they're not like, we're gonna play that one. What the fuck is this song called? Uh, you mean our song? Yeah, I don't, man. Whatever. No, we only have three songs, so we don't really need to write it down. Play the one in G. <laughs> but we should write it down, actually, just because we only have three songs. Yeah, Elliot, Elliot's <laughs> a big proponent exactly of writing it down. Exactly. Oh yeah. Just, me and Aaron keep really trying nice. to be like, fuck it, let's just call him out. And Elliot's like, God damn it, I hate this. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> really nice sense, no, we just, we just Fugazi it, man. You know, and 48 points. I think, I, think, <laughs> I think we should go with Serif. You got to make sure to Sarah. include word art. Yeah. Good, that's pretty good. It's Saturday. Sans Serif. No, no, let's go with Serif. <laughs> <laughs> that's a French language joke, guys. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, that's why it went over my head. We. Yeah. Oui. Who? <laughs> the band is uh, here and they're about to play a musical performance uh, later tonight with, uh, well, the host band Wax Eater and our other guest, Tony Ash. This is Time Travel NPR when you're going to hear this six days after that show occurred. <laughs> this is Brutal Band Talk with the Berry Brothers. Make sure to eat your oatmeal. <laughs> There we go. Uh, no, let's talk a little bit about Tyranny is Tyranny and uh, how how the band gets started. How just take us through the genesis, through the listening audience. So Jason and I used to be in a band together called United Sons of Toil. Great band. And our bass player said, "I need some time off." And so we're like, "Okay." Bass player. So after six months, he said, "I need some more time off," and we said. Fuck that. We're Time's gonna, up, bitch. We're going to start another band. Uh, and so Surprise, Jason... motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Was that, was that a, a bit? Or did, uh, was that live? It is It is a uh, sample. It is, okay. uh, sound effects radio. Because it yeah. looked like it was coming out of Kyle's mouth. Oh, no, I, was just, <laughs> I was just putting on Ooh. chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on in a really weird way. So... Mm. So... Jason uh, played drums in United Sons of Toil, and he plays guitar in this band. And mm-hmm. we were living together at the time, and we just started writing songs. And and then we 
we actually booked a show, our first show without a bass player. And then we got Dan really quick mm-hmm. and he learned all the songs. For the listening audience, Dan is here. He is sitting in the corner away from a mic. Because of my job, not he says because of his job, he's not allowed to talk on the well, air. Actually, it's because he has coccitis. Er. Excuse me? <laughs> well, where's the dump button? Uh, oh, can you say that? Uh, ba- baking powder? <laughs> no, it's coccidinia. <laughs> it's, it's the inflammation of the muscles around the coccyx, which is the tailbone. Right. I, which I think I fell on he's sitting when we were doing karaoke. Chair. No, he's got a he's got a. Special oh, he does have a donut. Never mind. <laughs> he's sit, he's sitting on a cushion, it's guys. A um, prescription appliance. Let's, well, we can talk prescription gear. We like to talk about gear on the show. I had headgear in my braces when I was a a, teen, a preteen, mm. and I had a pillow with a hole in it down the middle, so that like I could lay on the side of my head, and my headgear would go in the pillow hole. Prescription. Did you use it for sex? <laughs> Be honest. Uh, how old? How old were you? Twelve. Oh, yeah, so you were totally you were rubbing one out with that. I was too busy fucking the couch. <laughs> <laughs> nice Italian leather. Also, like uh, you know, like the Channel ninety nine where it was like the fuzzy porn where like oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like shit, boob. Now, 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 now. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, fond memories. I did get it to stick for like a good six Mississippi one time. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and, and, and that was like fucking jackpot. That's like Christmas like, and yes, yeah. rolled into one. It's like I discovered a new planet. <laughs> yeah, but who do, I do, who do I call? I just found out something. Did you ever have it though when it would stick for like six Mississippi, but it was all focused on the dude and you're like, come on, don't waste it. Oh, don't it was, waste it. <laughs> oh, it's all balls. Know, it's right? all balls. Oh, you're getting happened. way too close to home right now. <laughs> That happened a few times, but usually when I got it to stick, like it's completely wrong colors. It'd be like Canadian colors, like purple, yeah. purple like- men and green. <laughs> what I mean by Canadian colors is every single children show that I have to watch with my daughter that's from Canada, purple hair, blue skin. It, like it's everyone just a thing. on Doug get- that wasn't Doug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bo on the go, Caillou, all those shows. Yeah, Doug was just kind of your run in a mill Caucasian. But <laughs> yeah. then Skeeter was like green. blue and Mr. Roger Dink. was green. And then you had fucking Mr. Dink. Yeah. He's all purple and shit and creepy. Mr. Doink? <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Doink. Uh, so that's how the band started. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What Through were we Doug. talking about? <laughs> Through six Mississippis of scrambled porn. <laughs> Rose. Tyranny is tyranny. Can that be on your next t shirt? Why can't all bands start like that? Like, imagine this tyranny is tyranny t shirt, which is like, tyranny is tyranny real big, and on the back in like big, like old English hardcore font, just like through the ashes of six Mississippis of scrambled porn. Wait, taking it for wax eater. Stealing. I'm stealing my own idea and reappropriating. With my compliments. Oh, thank you so much. You should make the front of the shirt just look like the scrambled screen, but have like one nipple showing through. But uh, add, add or thorns one, one to everything. Green nipple. Or one nut. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah it'd be I, so easy. Just like red, green, and blue, and yellow streaks. And It's like the background to the actual words. Like. <laughs> no, just put Doug on your shirt. <laughs> put Doug with upside down crosses for eyes. Yeah. That's what the kids do these days, right? Yeah. Take a cherished childhood cartoon and then 
Satanize it. <laughs> I mean, I got a tattoo and a t shirt of that shit. What, Hank Hill? Yeah. Wait, uh, you have a Doug tattoo? Kind of? uh, no, no, uh, yeah, a Hank Hill tattoo with a upside down cross. <laughs> you know, as a goof. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby, you almost made me spill goat blood. God damn it. Well, you guys, do you have a new album out? Uh, it's not out yet. We just not out. approved the masters mm. last week. And Who, who's so... mastering it? Carl? Carl. Carl. Yeah. yeah. Carl. It's good stuff. Um, <laughs> Carl and he may down. actually be cutting the plates for it, too, because he just got a lathe. Oh, that's mm. cool. Um, but I'm not sure if it's set up or not. That's so, awesome. Anyway, so, One yeah. One-stop shop. Um, Springtime-ish. Will this be a freight tree release as well? It will be. Excellent. Yeah. Love those guys at Freight Tree. Love those guys at uh, Freight Tree. I, I heard a rumor about Wax Eater. From now that you're looking from Jerry? For... No. Damn it. From Dan. <laughs> uh, I mean, we've talked to Jerry from Freight Tree mm-hmm. in the past when, when Sleeper came out all those years ago. He, uh, I believe his words were, I'm jealous I didn't get to put this out. And I was like, noted. And yeah, now that uh, Latest Flame is, uh, is hanging up their hat, uh, yeah, we don't have a home for any future like full-length stuff. We do... Have a seven inch that's written that's coming out, and let's pretend records in Bloomington, who just put Baltimore record out on tape, is going to do that seven inch. Um, but he really only does full lengths for like bands he's worked with a long time. Like he's not, he doesn't do a ton of full lengths. Um, he does a lot of like tapes and seven inches. Oh, you things. mean this guy? The in let's Bloomington. pretend. Yeah, oh, the guy oh, in Bloomington. Oh, oh. No, I, I know <laughs> Freytree does some full lengths. Uh, I mean, I'm not not going to say that uh, that wasn't the first tree I was going to bark up when uh, we actually have a record where the Freytree. tree. The freight tree, yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, oh, he'll be here all week, guys. Uh, yeah, but I mean, right now, we just don't have a record to sell anyone. <laughs> it's like, we've got a bunch of songs, and I mean, we've talked a lot about um, like what we're going to do this year with it, and we had actually talked a lot about doing, like, uh, there was like a comp for the Kentucky Kickdown that wants mm-hmm. songs, and we were going to do that, and uh, put a couple songs, like, Maybe just try to do like one or two like A B side seven inches and then maybe like a five song EP kind of thing rather than like trying to write a whole record, especially coming after like a concept record where we had to like every song I wrote had to be like about this thing. And now it's just like, hey, write about whatever I want. Doesn't matter if it thematically matches anything. Like this one's about how I'm old. This one's how teenagers are jerks. <laughs> Let's put those together because that makes sense. And you know, this one's about burning couches. You know, it's, it's, it's freeing, right? Because teenagers are jerks. And oh, dude. Burn couches. Well, no, those are the college kids that are burning the couches, but man, have yeah, you spent like a lot of time? They're like 19, though. Yeah. Oh, good point. Teenagers from Mars, you know. Oh. They don't care. <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. Yeah. Thank, thank you for coming in on the We did joke care. about having a, uh, a whole record of anti-Misfit songs. Yes, like, I remember this. Because we have, like, one of our new songs is called We Aren't 138. Some Kind of Love. Yeah, some, some Kind of some kind of love um, where eagles don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was uh, uh, Adults from Venus. Like, you know, just like anti-titles of Misfit songs. Mommy, yeah. can I go out and live tonight? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mommy, can I go out and resuscitate tonight? Uh, there was so many. Uh, like, there's, there was a good one for hybrid moments. It's something like uh, like mono hour. You know, some kind of thing where you're not a hybrid. Purebred hours. <laughs> it's, I don't know. That one's a, that's, eh, I'm workshopping that one. All right. Yeah. And then we, uh, you know, we're looking at the clock here because we got a show to play. Uh... I do want to mention, uh, or I want to get uh, your gear. Let's talk gear. That's what we do on this podcast, and I think that's why we have uh, listeners in Sweden or something. And, and I would highly recommend, speaking of gear, Russell on his Instagram, 
uh, does a thing, a hashtag called hashtag floorboard, uh, just floorboard like it sounds, uh, and it's other bands when he's at the show he takes a picture of their pedal board up close yeah. and just puts a photo up and hashtags at floorboard yeah those are the only band pictures i take <laughs> it's a cool series just hashtag floorboard guys b-o-a-r-d i smell coffee table book mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> dead serious you could sell that oh. shit at urban outfitters Dude. for 375 dollars, and, and then put like a, a one spot power supply on the book so it can be a pedal board like the Kramer oh, coffee table. Oh my. <laughs> Mind blown. Just right down the spine, and then you just set your pedals on it and plug it into the power supply. <laughs> Holy shit. That idea will only cost you $50 okay. <laughs> to release Talk the Talk to my accountant. Okay. What guitar do you play? We'll start with the guitarist. Well, Jason just bought a new guitar. You did? You don't have the G&L? I, I still have the g Just You just threw I it just, in the trash. I just didn't bring it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I really didn't need a new guitar. The GNL was fine. Uh, I just, for whatever reason, uh, decided I wanted a, a double cutaway Les Paul. So uh, I bought one of those. It's those look brutal. Not especially expensive or anything, but it sounds pretty much, pretty much the same as the GNL. <laughs> oh, tell the story. A little bit brighter, a little bit better feedback. Tell the story about the rare GNL though. Oh, they're oh, well, all right. Um, I mean, it's just not so. I, <laughs> apparently, how it goes is uh, so Leo Fender sold Fender and. You know, started GNL guitars, mm-hmm. and early on, Fender made a broadcaster model. So Leo said, "Well, let's let's have our you know this guitar. We'll call it the broadcaster. I'll say it's my favorite guitar ever. I'll inspect and hand sign all of them, and and we'll we'll sell it until Fender sues us, and then we'll, <laughs> people will know who we are." Good plan. Yeah. So they got you know like seven or eight hundred out, I think, and from eighty five to eighty six, and then Fender sued them, and they still make the guitar. It's just it's called the ASAT now. Oh, okay. So I. Got lucky. I, I found it at uh, this guitar store in DeKalb, Illinois, where I lived, mm-hmm. called Axe in Hand. <laughs> that is a great name for a guitar store. Oh, it's actually pretty, pretty music awesome. shops and pedals. Um, just had the it best was, names. It was it was a pretty cool store. I mean, it was it was the type of store where you could call the guy and be like, "I want to look at a '62, a '65, and a '67." SG. Anything. And a 69. And he'll be I like, guess. well, here, I have like three of each. Which one do you like? Uh, so he's, anyway, but they had it for $500. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I played in a band with uh, this gal that worked in the store. And I said, I, you know, I wanted to have the money, but if uh, if anyone comes in, say that, you know, somebody's already coming in to buy it and let me know. And she called me the next day and she was like, somebody somebody offered me a thousand for it. So I called my brother and was like, can I, can I borrow $500? I was already behind on my car payment that he co-signed, but he he still gave me the money. So, so yeah, I got it. That's pretty. What is that's a bro move on your bro? Oh yeah, bro. He's, he's cool bro. He's a good bro. Yeah. Would your bro loan me five hundred dollars? Uh, we have him on uh, line two, bro. <laughs> he's been upstairs uh, drinking so coffee. Uh, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is Jason's brother. Um, I've been listening to the show. Hey, hey, bro, how are you doing? Uh, hey, you're hey, welcome bro, for the bro. Yeah, I'm hanging out with my friend Elliot. He was wondering if you, you could let him borrow $500. No, hey, I'm Rob, by the way. Uh, but <laughs> I, I'm Rob. <laughs> no, you know, see, the thing is, I was listening to the show earlier, and I thought, uh, you know, uh, to quote Kobe uh, Sivigny, absolutely not. <laughs> well, there you have it. Uh, I don't have a That's hanging up. That's what we call a callback. <laughs> <laughs> and then later, Bruce Dern will be here. Thanks. <laughs> Oh, please, no. We do need to get a phone line in here and open up a whole galaxy of possibilities. I, I want to, like, prank call people, but just have it, like, be really lame. Like, is your refrigerator running? <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Lisa Wilner. Yeah, <laughs> Prince Albert in a can. <laughs> Hi, how are you? That's a callback. <laughs> we'll do it on the air. Just G-rated prank calls. <laughs> prank calls to members of the uh, Jefferson <laughs> County Public School Board. I just want to call random people and compliment them. <laughs> you have a beautiful voice. You know, I was looking. <laughs> I was looking through your uh, living room. You have a lovely family. I, I'm glad. I'm glad you're happy. Bye. That, that's actually pretty creepy. <laughs> yes, Kyle. That was the intention. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm saying like I should be nice. You can always uh, just call the same bar over and over and do the old Bose trick. I don't think that would actually work on a normal human being. No, but just call the same bar. Oh, just keep calling him? It would work on the guys from Third Street Dive. That's a little too mean. I want a little nicer. (laughs) (laughs) Does anybody have any good prank calling jokes? You want to get out? Well, have you heard the, who's it? John John Cena. John Cena. I don't know who did it. Series? Mm Mm-mm. The, the wrestler John Cena? Google that shit. Like he was making prank calls? No, no, no. It was a <laughs> prank call about him. Oh. I remember, I don't remember if it was Longmont Potion Castle or one of those other prank call like experts that was calling that dealership about the PT Cruiser and kept calling it the Pussy Today Cruiser. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you get in that motherfucker, you get some Pussy Today. <laughs> and Not true. I think, yeah, I think about it all the time because, uh, Elliot drives a PT Cruiser. <laughs> so I so does Steve thing. Albini. He, he does. He does. And I see that thing. We that's, race each other. That's what we need for the <laughs> down Al- dead man's curb. <laughs> that's what we need at the Albini Shrine at the house where we have a oh, tiny tube purple PT Cruiser. No, a uh, yeah, a Hot Wheels. This isn't purple yeah. PT Cruiser Hot Wheels? It's not purple. Is it purple? Mine's aluminum silver. So we're, think, there's the irony. I think it Fitting. is purple, actually. <laughs> Why do I know that? Uh, if, I, if that's true, why? I don't know. Man. I don't know. That's weird. I saw him get in it <laughs> and Taco drive Bell. away. And no, at the um, the uh, the what was it? The barbecue in the big warehouse. The oxygen. Lil- Lilith Fair. Helium. 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 Oxi- nitrogen. Oxygen. Carbon dioxide. Some goddamn gas. <laughs> Some hit. If you want a cool bar, just name it after an element. There's Welcome a- to Boron. Oh, I think. <laughs> I think the, the venue was actually called um, the venue was called the fumes coming off Conan's puke. <laughs> what kind of guitar do you play, Russell? <laughs> uh, I have a 1962 Fender Jazzmaster. Mm. Ooh, 62. I've Didn't know. Had for a really long time, and it's been beat to shit. Yeah. I, I of course. Can, I can tell you, I've been seeing Russell play that exact same guitar for probably close to ten years in his bands. Why? Why change? Why change it up? Yeah. Why? I've had the thing? same amp. I've had the amp for about the same that high watt of time. Yeah. Ooh, that's a beautiful amp. Before I had Mama Mia. Before I had uh, the guy from New Brunswick make me mine, I was looking at buying a high watt, and then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, that thing's like three grand, and Dave making me this will be two grand, and it'll look ridiculous, and everyone will ask me questions all the time about it, and it'll be really heavy. Oh, it's like sixty-five pounds, but our SVT is ninety-eight pounds. So the carrying like the all metal built into a metal box that is actually like the easy job. It's nice. <laughs> it's all about perspective. Uh, anybody want to uh, speak for Dan? <laughs> no. I believe he plays some form of a Fender. Is it a jazz or a P? It's classified. Man? It's a jazz bass. It's nice. Uh, what's I up? have a custom Orange Ben Ford. Adrian distortion pedal. Hey, which is it the the Rat Musen? Uh, no, it's he made it 
just for me. So it's a dual channel. One channel is a uh, Ross distortion clone, and oh, the sweet. other one is a way huge Red Llama clone, which is the I think that's the those are Callum awesome. Wald Bunny, right? Oh yeah, the Calvin Wall Bunny thing. <laughs> um, I think that's the same. And then you can like cascade them in different order. Oh, that's pretty cool. Some other. Tony, do you play any uh, Ben Adrian stuff? Do you have any of his stuff? I don't. No, oh, word. don't have anything. Get the fuck out of here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> ben Adrian pedals recommended. <laughs> recommended. Except, except he doesn't make them anymore. He doesn't make pedals at all anymore. No. Well, I know he's working for Line Six doing yeah, that shit. Yeah, because he like can't or something. All right, well, if you find one on eBay. <laughs> Ben Adrian Pedals. He'll he'll fix yours for it for you, but he can't make any more. I think. Uh, well, good news because mine is filthy. It's just real dirty. It's a little like spit shine. Oh, it's got just crap all in it from living in my basement forever and practicing just and grinding dirt. Putting in the your pots. foot on it repeatedly. <laughs> it's weird. I actually hit my pedals with my hands. <laughs> it's like I'm in like a your like, nose. like a really emotional band that's always like falling down on the floor and being like, oh my feelings. And then I hit my pedals with my hands. <laughs> a lot of finger tapping. Uh, it's like the Coden Armada. Yeah. yeah. A lot of emotions at the shows. <laughs> it's Songs like advanced algebra. Things. It's so mathy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. It's some real Can kid. you do algebra on the guitar? It's like Calculus Rock. I can do like a... Calculus set. Rock is my least favorite McCluskey song. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's a B-side. Uh, Kind of drums. We talked to drummers here. What? Oh, that's that's awesome. Um, <laughs> I, play, uh, I have a uh, DW Design series. Mm, four okay. piece. It's a nice drum kit. Brand new. Yes, it is. Symbol, symbol. In fact, I think my second show I played it was at uh, Magbar. Oh, last yeah. time we were here. So, yeah, it was oh, bad. What, Christine. What's your simple preference? You like a Peisty? You like a Zilge? No, I'm Zilge. And Zilge. Those are the best. Zildjian. Two pieces, two Syllables. In together. case they're listening, you want to make sure you get uh, you get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, if anyone from if, if, there, if there's anything about this podcast, if our accuracy is is key. I mean, have um, we said anything? There's that a fact check in staff. Right? <laughs> I feel like we haven't said anything inaccurate yet. Uh, and Kelly, when you were in high school, what kind of keytar did you have? Uh, it, it's a Yamaha. <laughs> the red one. Now, did it? it, is a, it yeah. <laughs> That's all I know. I don't know model. I just and know the red one. Was it an iso- Was the synthesizer in the guitar, or did it control another thing? No, it's in there. And how good <laughs> at playing it were you? Better or worse than Rob Ross? <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't. Bob know. Ross. Does, does Bob Ross <laughs> <laughs> plays guitar. No, I don't know. Does he play the guitar? Yes. Uh, I th- then probably worse. I don't know. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> the Rob Ross from Kentucky, not the did famous like painter. Did they have like a tone wheel, like a? Detune. Well, what are those, things, like what are those things called? Oh yeah, the pitch shifter, dude. Pitch, not a pitch shifter. Tone wheel playing at Gerstles. Tone wheel is playing at Gerstles with um Doug and Komet, and then me and you. Not like me, not like Robin Elliot, but the band me and you. Oh yeah, I pass it. That's confusing. Day. Now later tonight after the show. You want to go to Gerstles? We're going to Gerstles. We're going to see some blues lawyers at their finest. Mm. It's so, a place down the street we, we do fun. It's the worst. <laughs> like, like Russell, here's, here's what I'll tell you about Gersel's. White would you Fender like, Strats. Uh, would you like... White what? Fender Strats. White Fender Strats. Um, Mexi Strats. Uh, now, are, are you in the market to fuck somebody's really drunk aunt? <laughs> is she hot? Be honest. She not. is not. No. Either, either way, no. She is not. 
But you know what she, she is? She's a great time. Yeah. <laughs> she's about 14. She's had, she goes out that goes and a she, long just, way. she just. It, it, it really does. She's okay. had a few cranberitas. <laughs> and to be fair, now, you got to remember, you're on her level at this point. You're on her level of drunk. <laughs> I find that hard to believe, actually. Then let's stay away from Gersel's tonight. That might not be your scene. Although, I think it would be hilarious to, after the show, bring them to side and fun. What kind of amps do they play? Oh, at Gersel's? Ooh. Uh, Pig noses? Dr. Z's, bros. Dr. Z's. Pig nose, um, Orange Tiny Terror. Fender Deluxe. Oh, yeah. One cool guy even has a silver tone. Ooh. (laughs) Mesa? Uh, Yeah, probably some Mesas. Well, the louder bands might have a Mesa. And Diamonds across the street. Oh, the Diamond. Oh, yeah. Well, that Diamonds doesn't have a venue. The Diamonds in St. Matthews doesn't do live music. Only the Diamonds, wherever that other Diamonds is, that had the Misfits. Oh, okay. The more you know. Well, anyway, I'm looking at the clock. We got probably should uh, hit the dusty trails here. Uh, anything to plug besides the show tonight? If you're listening to this the tomorrow, show's five days the show ago, already happened. you missed already. it. You when is did. this going to go up? Tomorrow? No, give a shit. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So we have a new album coming out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it going to be called so they can look for it's it? It's going to be called The Rise of Disaster Capitalism. Hey. See, I knew you'd like the communist model. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? He looked at me like an asshole when I was like, look, it's got no, a red star, I, like a communist model. I was right there with you, man. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And I was like, just calling it a question. You thought the star was red. And yeah, it's was, a red flag. I've been drinking, was, Russell. Was, <laughs> the tattoo party cool. had, um, uh, what are those things? Beers. 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 It had beers. Uh, you were like, be like, what? Red star communism. And then you're like, yeah, our uh, record. Limeritas. The disaster of capitalism. Limeritas. Uh I only drink apple ah Rita's. Watermelon Rita's. Um Rita Perlman's. Um oh that's Rhea Perlman's shit. Rita Rudner's. Rita Rudner's. Rita Hayworth's. Just keep this going. You wouldn't fuck Rita Hayworth? Come on. I mean get in a time machine, she looked good. Didn't you see that movie? I don't even know who that is. You ever see the Shawshank Redemption? She was a poster. Oh yeah. She was the poster. Oh, okay. Yeah. In fact, fun fact, here's a more you know. The Stephen King short story was actually called Rita Hayworth in the Shawshank Redemption. They hacked it from the thing. Always go out on a big joke, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Good night. Thank you. Thank let me you. Go, <laughs> let me go climb through a shit tube and go see this show. Oh, yeah. God. Shit tube. We'll go out on a uh, Tyranny is Tyranny song. Excellent. Wait, and, can we hear from Lars? Lars, oh. he's been pretty silent recently, and I, I'm just kind of wondering uh, what he what he felt about the holidays. Um, Lars, do we have you somewhere? Is he in the room? I think he's in the. I think he's doing. He's um laundering his ribbed wife beater t shirts. <laughs> Lars Ulrich. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. yeah Lars Ulrich. Uh, he's here. He just hmm. he's our producer. He stays kind of like in the in the back room where you can't see him because I'm like talking to people face to face. But he chimes in. So how are your holidays, dude? Uh. Lars? No, it's a little stock. Just a little bit stock. <laughs> well, like they weren't, uh, like what, your stockings? Were your stockings stuffed? I'm not trying to do fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way on break, man. I feel you. I think it's fucking stock. What, which part of that is unclear to you? You're just sitting here being a complete dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole, Lars, you, you, know the, you know the goof of the show, right? Like that's the whole idea? Did you take all the soul and the life out of the track in the last no. hour? <laughs> <laughs> D-O-L. All right. Devoid of life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Devoid of life is my least favorite 80s hardcore band. <laughs> uh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, everybody. <laughs>